Radish. Radish who? I don't know, but it sounds cute to say it together, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, this is Drew here with my little sister, Ashley. Hello. And best friend, Derek, back in the mix. Woo. Yo, whoa, 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 whoa. You. Ho. Yo. Ho, yo. Great. <laughs> yo, ho. Yo, host. I'm back, baby. Yep. If the last episode wasn't chaotic enough for you, don't worry. <laughs> this one will be. <laughs> New release is a movie podcast with a time traveling twist. We are on episode 156. What do you think about that? Even. It's a lot of episodes. <laughs> it's an even number. Yep. <laughs> we're trucking right, right along, Ashley. Um, where are we time traveling to this week? Well, we're in March of 2003, mid-March. Um, something crazy is happening in the world. Uh, President George W. Bush just announced that U.S. forces have begun a military operation into Iraq. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> let's turn on the news and see if we can get any more info. All right. Where's that clicker? Oh, there it is. Here is Dan Rather. It was just over 90 minutes beyond President Bush's deadline for Saddam Hussein to leave Iraq that U.S. warships and planes, there were F-117 stealth bombers involved, launched the opening salvo of Operation Iraqi Freedom. The attack came in waves, cruise missiles, followed by the F-117 stealth bombers with so-called bunker-busting bombs. Their target, a bunker believed... Ooh, believed. Wow, what a cliffhanger. You think Saddam's in there? Um, Not to make light of a war that has um, carried on for a long time afterwards in this uh, hunt for weapons of mass destruction. So... Um, this isn't your prime source of uh, 20 year old news, I hope, but we had to hit <laughs> on one of the biggest events of the year, something that'll be an ongoing conflict for the rest of the year of 2003 and beyond, sadly. So um, that's a dose, a dose of reality mixed in <laughs> to um, a movie podcast. What um, what's showing at the multiplex this week, Ashley? Well, there's, oh, oh, this is nice. Yeah, that'll cleanse the uh, palate. Threw me off a little bit. Yeah, so this week, um, there is a beautiful film called Spirited Away. Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to describe the poster? I mean, no, you don't have it up because. <laughs> I definitely don't have it I up. Forgot to, uh, I forgot to send it to you. That's okay. I'll look it up real quick. <laughs> I'm sure there's lots of creatures on it. Probably. Nope. Uh... It's actually, it's stark. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's just um, a little 10 year old girl in the front. Um, and it looks like she's on a mission and there's like a glowing, potentially maybe a bathhouse in the background. And then you see this little creature with no face named. No okay. Face. <laughs> oh. um, wow. Yeah. Um, a little says a lot. In the case of this poster, it sounds like. <laughs> Let's go. I'm in. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm down. 
did we say said something like Hiroshi Markami? What is what does it say? Hayao Hayao Miyazaki. Yeah, um, very famous. Yeah, the cover. Japanese yeah. director um, made over twenty films. Still is working Save for the podcast. Films. Yeah. Well, you asked. <laughs> All right, let's go. I'm buying this week. Okay. Cool. Thanks. In theaters this Friday, experience the motion picture phenomenon that has won the Academy Award for Best Animated Feature. Walt Disney Studios presents a Studio Ghibli film from master filmmaker Hayao Miyazaki. Critics have hailed Spirited Away, an animation triumph. Imaginative, mesmerizing, and hypnotic, it's the film Roger Ebert proclaims a masterpiece. Two thumbs up for Miyazaki's Spirited Away, rated PG, in theaters this Friday. Ooh, right. I hated wow. it. I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm speechless. I probably won't talk for the rest of the episode. Uh, uh, don't yeah. don't make like I said earlier. Don't make promises you can't keep. Are <laughs> <laughs> um, two thumbs was, enough? <laughs> no, they aren't. You should have like eighteen thumbs. And I, this is my first Japanese animated film I've ever seen. So really, yeah. And it's I I want to watch more of them now. It's beautiful oh and really God. creative and just. I was just very impressed. I'm getting goosebumps to the fact that you, this is your first and you haven't seen his others. Oh my God. (laughs) So happy for you. Yeah. I'm really excited as well. Um, I didn't know what to expect really. And I was just like, Oh wow, this is a whole new, whole new genre. So um, I loved it. Yeah. I wonder, um, you know, like we aren't i haven't seen as many miyazaki films as i would have thought at this point in my life i've seen a handful um so i don't know if any of us are experts on on the subject but this is kind of like the counterpart starting in the 80s um miyazaki was making almost like a film a year um for for decades and um, parallel to you know walt disney make having kind of their heyday um, in America. He was um, just a sensation in Japan. And then this was um, the, a big crossover event because the president of Disney at the time um, convinced them to distribute it in North America. So this was like a, a global hit. Whereas um, before then, I'm sure there were a lot of people watching his films in America, but this was like, you know, like the trailer said, it won the Academy Award. Um, and that's why we were able to see it in theaters this week in 2003, even though it came out in 2002, because it just won that um, a week or two ago. So they're re-releasing it in theaters and it's got the, you know, kind of like the Disney marketing machine behind it. So mm-hmm. All of that business stuff aside, it's just like a beautiful, creative adventure mm-hmm. that we get to go on that almost entirely takes place in a fantasy realm. Like there's a car ride scene at the beginning and they a family is on the way to their new house and they take a wrong turn, <laughs> it seems, <laughs> and enter this like castle. And I mean, Ashley, do you want to describe kind of like the the first thing they encounter and and what happens um <laughs> to the parents sure uh yeah so they come across um this yeah almost castle abandoned theme park i think is what he says abandoned amusement park 
And the parents notice like this, like delicious smell coming from, they don't know where everything's abandoned and just like nothing's like, there's no people there or anything. And all of a sudden they come across this, like, um, this little beautiful restaurant with all this delicious food, just waiting to be eaten. And there's no one to serve them. There's no one there. It's just like this random thing of all this food. Um, and so they just start chowing down on everything they can see. Um, and they're like, Oh, we'll just pay someone later. Like when they show up, like not a big deal. And the daughter's like, you shouldn't be doing that. Like, I don't think you should be eating. And they're like, no, it's fine. And so she leaves them and then comes back to them and sees that they've been turned into giant pigs. Yep. <laughs> so that's how it yeah, starts. They were gorging <laughs> on like, um, yeah, this platter of pork and like fish heads and just like all sorts of and, like bao um, buns and delicious food. Yeah, <laughs> dumplings, oh, incredible yeah. looking cuisine. Um, was the food there for, um, as sort of like an offering to the spirits? Um, or is it a trap mm-hmm. for? Okay, yeah. No, so it was they... offering for the spirits that they were eating, and that's where they get turned into pigs because they're like, that's not for you. To my understanding. But- yeah, because not that we need to get really into the plot mechanics of the of the movie because it's so surreal um, and it's mm-hmm. such like a fantastical world. But I was kind of wondering if it's purely an accident that they end up there, or like in the um, in the 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 main the main character in the movie is this uh, young girl. Um, what's her name? Uh, Chihiro. 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 Um, and then her name changes to Sen as as she um, kind of takes on a different life in the in the the spirit world. But uh, there are some other characters like Haku, like that don't know how they got there necessarily. And Lin, like, did all of them just stumble upon the 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 abandoned amusement park, a similar way to the the family? It seems like it. I mean, and you yeah. think of uh, now I think about like all the other pigs that were there too. So maybe it was a trap. Um, because then they were oh, serving right. the pigs, yeah, as well. So, <laughs> yeah, it's so maybe it's, it was a way to bring them in. Well, the yeah. family wasn't necessarily supposed to find this. No, right, right. But I feel like maybe a lot of people that were supposed to go to their new houses or their houses up on the hill also took a similar path. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it was conveniently and then, <laughs> conveniently located to to get. Yeah. Like they'd always, they'd always miss the turn or something, and it would always end up that way. Or, yeah, yeah. Well, there was there was something kind of like almost supernatural pulling. Um, the girl is like just very hesitant uh, to uh, explore. She's in a, a a melancholy mood because she's moving away from uh school and from her her friends and she got like a uh, card with a, a bouquet before Aww. she went from from a friend or maybe a boy I'm not sure and so she's just kind of like um not wanting to leave the car but it seems like her dad especially is like drawn to explore this this place almost like uncontrollably yeah. he won't take no for an answer yeah um the mom yeah, right. is like you'll let's learn, go you'll meet learn the movers yeah mm-hmm. yeah so there's something there's something like pulling them in um and once they get there um what's all what's so disorienting and why i was bringing up like that opening scene is that's like a couple minutes of the movie and then her parents turn to pigs and then <laughs> she is just like you i i really felt like transported into the 
the scariness of her experience like how quickly she is mm-hmm. just everything she knows is is taken away from her and um which is maybe just like a metaphor for the move in general but yeah now like it's the most extreme version of moving <laughs> away from your <laughs> from your town and like nothing you know about um uh society and and the the types of creatures you might encounter applies anymore it just i was i was really disoriented and um nervous like like the character was yeah i was as well oh go ahead derek dude which is what this director does a great job of of course huge team of animation folks Mm -hmm. voice actors you know uh whoever's creating the music i don't know but definitely puts you into this like uh fantastical kind of creepy interesting little scenario or not little but pretty big yeah Yeah. and i was about to i was gonna say she runs into all these creatures that are like pretty terrifying especially if you're your kid and so i was Mm -hmm. sure myself as her being like how would i handle this like this is like this is overwhelmingly scary (laughs) um i didn't expect this to have like so, so many creatures that i was like pretty actually scared of so yeah what are some examples um the guy the bathhouse person at first he was really scary with like the six arms uh oh yeah the the, he's kind of like no no no, that's no 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 that's the uh yubaba was also scary um uh kamaji kamaji yeah yeah. kamaji was running the the furnace or in all the orders and making like (laughs) he's just like slaving away in the boiler room basically yeah, and he's, he has hundreds of ants that are carrying heavy stones. Soot they're creatures. Like, oh, they're like soot, soot monsters. Yeah. yeah. Well, soot. They're um, hardly monsters. So, they're cute and and. Fuzzy. They are really <laughs> cute, actually. <laughs> um, Before yeah, so we go into like this random kind of exploring these characters throughout the film, should we mm-hmm. spoil just the entire kind of premise of the film? Um. Well, yeah, in in what sense? Like, how would you sum up the premise of the film? Well, so, you know, you start off with the family moving, which is a a trope in itself, I believe. And then uh, not everything is as what they, what what it seems. And then this girl has to rescue her parents, right? Mm -hmm. In this crazy world of creatures and spirits and get back to reality. And yeah. throughout that journey, throughout that journey, these are the characters that we're talking about. So, I mean, it's kind of obvious, but just wanted to preface yeah, all that with. Yeah, that yeah. Little, I mean, no. basically, they're trapped there until she can find um, a way out. Like, there's this train that seems to be going somewhere, but like once the sun sets, she is like the 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 path that they took in is gone her parents are turned to pigs and so like in she meets one um young boy haku um or youngish and who claims to be helping her and we'll find out mm-hmm. that mostly he is trustworthy well he's mostly trustworthy in his relationship with her um yeah. but like she doesn't know who to trust she doesn't she's like scared by all these like people with fish heads that she encounters and radish <laughs> monsters and, you know, a spider dude 
um that's like <laughs> yeah one of her best allies it uh ultimately and mm-hmm. then of course the spirits themselves come to this bathhouse to um indulge uh in whatever mm-hmm. capacity like to get cleaned um there's a there's a filth a filth spirit monster um but like <laughs> i would say what miyazaki is known for and does really well in this um is cover the range of like like a lot of animated movies try like lion king or something to show the complete spectrum of emotions that um mm-hmm. the characters that are that a human being um projected into an animal might experience in this case it's just like there's more i'd say there's more like fear and and disturbing emotions captured than just like sadness and happiness like and it's 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 totally um okay for the movie to take like a a break when she goes and visits her pig parents for the first time in their in their pen can't even really identify them they stop um Mm -hmm. her and haku stop outside of the the fields and like she just cries for like a couple minutes like of actual screen time like i mean she's eating and she's kind of like having um like uh just just an emotional release and breakdown and it's just like beautiful and sad and and (laughs) heartwarming and everything encapsulated and I thought that going into this movie, I thought this movie was going to be for kids because I think animated films, obviously, I usually think are for younger yeah, adults. Yeah. Um, but this is definitely more of like a grown up movie to set, to understand all the emotions and all the creatures and everything that's happening. Um, yeah, I was reading a little trivia about um, how do you say it. How do you say his name? True. Hey, Al Miyazaki. Miyazaki and he said that he doesn't have the story finished and ready when he starts to work on a film he said he usually doesn't have the time so the story develops when he starts drawing storyboards the production starts very soon after then while the storyboards are still developing um he doesn't know where the plot's going to go and he just lets it happen organically so he said it's not him who makes the film the film makes itself and he has no choice but to follow that's fucking wild I know because (laughs) this is animated yeah I know and do either of you know like what style of animation they used? Like, is it frame by frame or computer generated? No, Didn't it's they draw this whole thing. Yeah, it's no? it's two D hand drawn animation, um, which is fucking. That's wild. I yeah. did not know that. That's crazy. Because you can. Oh, that's this is why I love this film so much, man. Yeah, I mean, it's... one of the one of the reasons is the it's animation an absolute work of the, the detail. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's an absolute work of just visual art. Um, w- one of the most memorable moments for me in the in the movie is sort of towards the end when they take the train ride, and it switches from the kind of like I don't know more um, um, traditional painting style to like an impressionistic mm-hmm. watercolor um, for the backgrounds. So yeah. the 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 good eye, dude. Cause she's like on this, this like journey from the main, you know, bathhouse, uh, train stop to visit, um, Zaniba, Zaniba, the twin of the evil, like ruler of the, of the, of Yubaba. the evil witch basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Two evil witches. Right. But she's like the misunderstood witch. Um, yeah, it seems nice like maybe witch. she's actually the good witch. 
the one she's visiting. Mm-hmm. But anyway, along the way, it's like a break from where we've been spending the, our time for the rest of the movie. So, and there's also just this level of, um, so visually they distinguish that with the different art style, but she's also going on the trip with no face who is like, yeah, in theory, the, um, the monster, the main monster of the movie, Protag- but like all the, the monsters part of the, yeah. Yeah. Well, she's pretty, yeah. Like the antagonist, antagonist. but, but um, yeah. but like all the monsters in spirits, they're just misunderstood. Um, and even mm-hmm. the the characters, for the most part, they're all multi dimensional. Um, she's like she's fucking so cool. Yeah, yeah. Like there's the filth monster, which is gross and disgusting, but she's always able to see through. Um, uh, Sen slash uh, Chihiro is always able to see through like the surface, you know, stench, and um, ends up like. <laughs> uh, pulling a um, entire landfill worth of trash <laughs> out of this filth monster. <laughs> and, and then it, it, it like rewards her with, um, you know, it's almost at times kind of like she's uh, almost like a video game and she's getting like things that she's going to yes. need yeah. for future missions. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, then that's, and then I, I yeah. watched some of it like that as well. Like this is a perfect way to how they get to one point to another because of some mission. Anyway, yeah, video video game esque, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I don't know. What did you think about her connection, Ashley, to like the the different characters and monsters in the movie? I thought it was beautiful. I mean, she never asked for anything from anyone, which I thought was pretty. Like, she just wanted to get her, help her parents, and like that was it. So even when like No Face showed up and was just like giving her people everyone gold and trying to like lure them, she just yeah. had no desire in that because she just wanted to help her parents. So. She's had a really good heart. And even when they touched on her saving um, the boy, I forgot his name. Haku. Haku. Haiku. Haku. Haku. Yeah. So even when they touched on that, and they were like, yeah, well, she came from a pure place of love. And that's why he was saved. And I was like, oh, man, this movie <laughs> like, really got me. Um, yeah. Yeah. She's, she's a almost... genuine heart and she's scared the people. So she's almost the only like one dimensional in a positive way character like she is yeah. completely selfless she's full of love and compassion like in empathy yeah yeah, compassion, yeah. Empathy. she's sure she but. is like just a a you know young un um like tainted by like kind of the the trials <laughs> that the adults and the other like characters have gone through in their life. Like the people that, that work in this bathhouse, um, like her, Lynn. like Lynn, um, are the jaded human woman. Yeah. 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 I mean, in, in kind of maybe a, they, in a right, you know, right place. So, yeah, we actually have a clip from Lynn if we just want to hear her voice, um, a little banter with, um, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> The God, chef. I love this character. Yeah. Smell. It's human. You smell just like a human. Oh, really? Where's it coming from, Lynn? Come on. And then Rat of Spirits putting You're his hiding ass something, up against aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Show it to me. Is this what you smell? <gasps> Roasted. Noot. No way, Frog. I'm saving every last bite for myself. Please, just a little bit. Just. <laughs> Yeah, she's sassy. So similar to like a video game, uh, Lynn gets this dried newt from that four-armed Witherman. 
yeah so it's kind of like once you get that piece of equipment in your under your belt then you can kind of use it to move forward in the game mm-hmm. or in the story so it's it's interesting it's cool yeah and and Ooh. even lynn is like watch out for radish monster who's just kind of this um large <laughs> um radish <laughs> obese figure yeah like and yeah. um he turns out to be like as far as we can tell just just harmless and again probably yeah. like you know misunderstood doesn't really get in he actually unintentionally like shields um uh sen from being seen um I on think the it's elevator. kind of intentional maybe and maybe it's intentional yeah radish spirit by the way yeah, we, gotta, we have to be specific because this yes. movie is called Spirited Away. I thought the radish was a mo- it was a radish monster and the things that come to the bathhouse are spirits though. No, it's a spirit. Okay. Yeah, he's yeah. a spirit. Or it's a spirit. But let's just listen to his noise, like how he moves around. Oh, come on. Where is it coming from, Lynn? Is that, sque- that squeakiness? <laughs> yeah. Where is it coming from, Lynn? Okay. I, do- I loved it so much. Because you think he's this gigantic thing that's going to be an aggressor but it's yeah he's this very like, yeah well-tempered gigantic radish spirit i know it's really cute let's yeah. let's talk about um her relationship with haku because it does kind of like he meets her right or she meets him right when she is um uh realizing something is wrong and he's like you can't be here the it's getting dark you can't you can't be here and she's like but my parents are are trapped. And so he says he's going to help her. He's the one that kind of tells her how to get a job, how to like survive in the world. Um, and he prevents her from becoming visible, yeah. from disappearing. Well, and by yes. just helping her get a job, he essentially kind of does this like magic trick where he touches her head and shows her visually where she needs to go, climb down these steps, go through this grate, Go talk to Yubaba or whoever mm-hmm. it was. And yeah, it was. Yeah, there's some magic behind that that I like. Yeah. And the, we learn later that um, there is a little bit of a twist in the sense that he has stolen um, like a, a relic or what's it? What is it? A um, He's stolen something from the the other witch. And uh, I think it's just so he can. He thinks it might be a way for him to to get home. Like he basically, I think he serves the purpose of this is what could happen to her if she gets stuck there. Like she'll become, you know, like um, more skilled and maybe gain like stature in society. And he's made, uh, I guess his other kind of um, flaw is that he has done bad things, presumably for um Yubaba? Is that is that the, mm-hmm. the person's yeah, name? Yubaba. Yeah, Yubaba. Yeah, Yubaba's the yeah, the twin sister. I was wrong with that when I said that. But, but she he also... stole her golden he stole their golden seal. Yes, yeah, the seal. Yuba, That's what it's called. Her sister. But then Yubaba cursed it, remember? So that made him like do her biddings. So oh, he wasn't okay. doing oh. evil things on his own. He was he had a cursed relic. But did he steal like it on his own? I'm not sure. He might have stolen it and maybe she cursed it. I'm not really yeah. sure. But I know that like maybe he's when, coaxed into it. When uh Chihiro goes to Zaniba, she's like, Oh, you squashed that little like thing on it? Like that was the curse that you broke. Ha ha ha. Right. Remember? And, yeah. 
And we also learn that he is like a water dragon or a dragon, oh. and he can. Like... You can't just say oh, we also learn that he's a water dragon. <laughs> he's a fucking water dragon, which is yeah. so badass. A river he's... spirit. That's uh, uh, that sequence is so amazing, and yeah. the dragon again because this is almost frame by frame hand drawn it's so mm-hmm. fucking beautiful yeah it's Jeez. it's exhilarating the times really sad when he was injured and blood everywhere you're like oh no like he's gonna die yeah it's pretty traumatic yeah he's a river yeah. spirit by the way not a water dragon okay well she calls him a dragon well and, and i'm calling <laughs> and that sounds cool yeah, <laughs> uh, I think yeah, River Spirit undersells it. It was hard to find uh, clips for this movie because, like, all the most breathtaking scenes are are the visuals, of course. Yeah, <laughs> um, including yeah. his like he's like a a long thin version of Falcor, um, <laughs> to, yep. some, to some degree because yeah. he's a white yeah. a white flowing dragon. And uh, yeah. she like, of course, like her instinct as soon as she sees that um, he's being chased by these like paper plane birds. And they're like cutting him up, and so he's all. Mm-hmm. Um, she like uh, tries to save him, but but like the root cause is that seal that he has like stuck in him. So she uses the token <laughs> that she got from the filth spirit. So anyway, yeah, it all uh, you can it almost see as we talk forward. it through. You can see <laughs> how he could have been. Uh, to your point earlier, Derek, about like it's insane that he was that he didn't have this, the whole story fleshed out, but it's almost like dream logic or, you know, like point by point um, logic where it, it does Dude, work sure. this way. Um, and it and because, may yeah. have made this, this film specifically this film, because I've seen his other films. Some of them. Yeah. Uh, it, it might make sense that, you know, it wasn't all dict you know, written out, uh, hard copied on in a script and that it kind of just melded into what it what it became yeah he um, said well he said that his films never have scripts which is crazy but yeah, yeah. fucking that that is it's i'm still every time you say that i'm gonna say it's fucking nuts <laughs> it really is it's crazy it is it's, but it's it's yeah. a very dreamlike start to the film and continues on man, just through and through yeah yeah um i don't know if we want to talk through our favorite or most memorable characters because i do want to hit on the the big baby um <laughs> bo yeah that was that was not not a pleasant well, um <laughs> not a pleasant thing to encounter pick, pick a character to talk to. oh are we gonna do rank the blank or should we just pick a character or in my case three shrunken heads characters <laughs> Yeah, let's tease that. that. Become let's the come, baby. Let's come back to it. We'll, we'll, we'll we will do that. Um, yeah. but, but before right. that, right. let's let's talk about the ending, Ashley, and kind of how the movie wraps up, and and any final um, thoughts on the experience overall. Sure. So she, like you've mentioned before, she takes the train that's kind of Monet like painting um, to Zaniba to apologize for Haku taking her a relic, and he, she gives her back the relic. And apologizes for him, and he shows up in his water dragon form, um, mm-hmm. and also apologizes to her. And then they go on a ride back to the bathhouse um, to save her parents. And as he's getting the ride, giving her the ride back, 
she remembers like why she knows him and she remembers his name. And so then he's transported into from the dragon into his human form. And he like remembers who he is, which is really cool and beautiful. Um, they head back to the bathhouse. She has one final test to figure out if her, if she can figure out who her parents are by a set of like 15 pigs, just point them out. And then if she does it correctly, then Yubaba will grant her, her pig parents back and then they can go on their merry way. Um, and so she does the test and she says, I can't pick out my parents from this. None of these are my parents. Mm. And Yubaba's like, are you, are you sure? Like none of these are your parents. And she's like, yeah. And she's like, no, none of them are. And then all the townspeople, all the pigs transform back into townspeople and they're not her parents and everyone celebrates and so happy for her. And she gets to leave and she meets her parents where they left off before they turn into pigs. Um, and that scene's actually the exact same scene from the beginning, just done in reverse. Oh, really cool. oh, shit. I did not. Yeah. Know. Yep. And so they get back into the car, but now the car is like covered in dust and there's like grass and stuff around it. And they're like, wow, yeah. we must have been like. This Here must have been a, a joke played on us or something. Like, what's going on? And they get back in the car and go, hopefully, to their house. <laughs> right. Does so? Does the fact that like kind of it wasn't all a dream? Like, does anything about that? Um, like, since we spend almost like ninety five percent of the the film in this other world, and then like, was it? Were you satisfied by that conclusion, or did it feel kind of like like a cop out of just a fantasy? No, I wanted to. Well, it re- maybe realize it wasn't a fantasy because their yeah. car was all like dusty and yeah, shit. That's true. I thought they're. I thought they're gonna get to their car and be like, okay, like nothing's changed, but you could tell it's been there for some time. And I was like, oh, that makes it real. That's cool. Yeah, I'm glad it ended that way. It reminds me of. And this has to be also a trope where you think it's a dream, but then you wake up, and then whatever was in your dream was something significant is like underneath your head, and you pull it out, and you're like, oh. Yeah, and she still yeah. had the awesome. hair tie too. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really. I mean, it's really moving. Like, obviously, there are some really um, open for interpretation. Kind of like, like, what does this journey mean for her? Is it like I said at the start, just kind of like, can it be seen as just a way for her to process all the change in her life, like the move and her, you know, mm-hmm. growing up and all these things she's. Like, uh, go, does she need to go through this like trial of independence to start the next stage in her life? Um, so are we just kind of seeing like that uh, journey in literal form? Um, either way, like it doesn't change anything. I think that just adds to the the like depths of of the emotional journey that she's that she's on. Um, maybe if there's anything uh, that is like incomplete, is just that we do see her go from melancholy to like surviving this trial, but um, we don't know anything about like her life, like uh, beyond like what she was struggling with in terms of, um, I don't know. I guess, I guess it's just kind of like this, the, that's a really strange and difficult time in a kid's life. And then you're moving Mm -hmm. on top of that. So we can all relate to that. We don't really need to know anymore. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. I don't think sure. you read too far into it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, then we'll just wrap up there. No. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, this is the incredible movie, Ashley. Um. You do you know? Should I name off some of the other Miyazaki movies? Just like I'm just curious if you know, like Howl's Moving Castle. 
Um, my neighbor so Totoro. I've, I've heard of the Princess Mononoke. Yep. I just saw that. I've heard of that one. And I've heard of Howl's Moving Castle. It's actually one of my friends' like favorite movies. And he lent yeah. the DVD to me, and I had it for like two months, and I never watched it. Which I'm like, oh, <laughs> good job. Yeah, you made, yeah. You made a mistake there. So now I'm okay. like, all right, now I need to watch it. Um, considering it has 100 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Which is Have you crazy. seen Princess Mononoke? No, I haven't seen any of them. That's what you need to watch next. Okay. Yeah, they Maybe played that. Like a bender. I it's just saw that the Academy amazing. Theater, Derek. It's that's incredible i've not seen it in the theaters yeah did you love it yeah i loved it i was the only one in the theater really <laughs> so, that's oh. fucking that's even fucking was, better sorry yeah. i'm was cussing it, for all the little kids that listen to the new release but was it did you like holy it shit. did you like spirited away better or can you compare them or are they both just like wonderful one's kind of like the more uh, adult fantasy adventure version, <laughs> like Princess, Princess Mononoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's just <laughs> a different adult stage in the characters' lives. It's more of like okay. a war battle movie, and oh. Spirited Away is more of an emotional, you know, journey and fantasy. Like there's a lot of mm. elements of that are fantastical about Mononoke, but it's almost kind of like more grounded in in a, in a world that you could recognize aside from people riding wolves and stuff like that but um cool okay but yeah they're both they're and both then, incredible house is incredible house is like just uh, much more of a fantasy world as well like like this movie is okay interesting it, okay they do well they all have, have amazing animation yep which we don't have to go in in depth on, but I just have to state it for anybody listening. Like fucking really amazing animation. Uh, also awesome scores mm-hmm. and really amazing voice acting and awesome music. But to to keep on to the topic that we're on, my neighbor Totoro mm-hmm. or Totoro. I don't know if I've seen all of it, but if you if you know what I'm talking about, there's like this. It's a a lot of these creature, right? Dude, yes. These characters influenced my illustration when I was younger. Mm. And also cool. I could sense some uh influences in it people like Jonan Vasquez and Roman Dirge. Uh it's it's incredible the just the influence that this uh the animators or the people, the artists created. And specifically my neighbor Totoro or Totoro. Totoro. Uh, you, yeah, Totoro. You can. <laughs> I've passed by some random cars in Portland, Oregon, in modern day when we're not time traveling. Yep. And there is a, <laughs> there are stickers of this gigantic monster. I've seen some animals of it. So fucking cute. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so, it's funny how widespread this art or this director and you know all the people that are involved kind of can bred. Yeah. Yeah. Without you. I mean, I mean 22 movies is a lot. I like, love these fucking films, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so much. I'm excited. <laughs> I mean, I'm excited. We got to... artwork, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, I mean, I yeah. want to say um, it's probably super obvious, but like, uh, like Pikachu, <laughs> uh, it seems inspired by Totoro. Um, I don't even know when Pokemon and Pikachu characters started, but obviously that's Japanese um art 
so yeah yeah i think miyazaki is like i mean he is an absolute institution in japan and then like maybe not as much of a how like it's not on pixar level in america but like every bit is influential and i would say these movies like capture um more serious subject matter like war and um, violence more um uh, like are more interested in, in that than than pixar movies so the range of, of subject matter yeah. that yeah. is covered is is more is deeper as as well not that i mean not that we need to pit um pixar against uh ghibli but um <laughs> right but you would think a, a cute character like jihil is that how you say your name jihiro jihiro like she's so cute but she's dealing with some real, real shit yeah yeah and i'm absolutely. Just, I'm just, I'm just, okay uh, <laughs> it, it's almost like what what would be the word for putting like a cute character childish character into this like surreal kind of fantasy land but it's like more serious than it is fun and funny and happy is kind of like how i view these films so yeah i mean i don't know what the word word is for it um the one movie that i watched recently that this reminded me a lot of um which is is um live action is mirror mask and um just like it's basically dark fantasy maybe like um crystal castle or what are the muppet movies called a dark crystal Uh, a dark crystal crystal castles um (laughs) um, the dark crystal maybe yeah so like that kind of um real like disturbing adult um animation or adult puppeting in in that case like yeah i think like these these movies are meant to like scare you and (laughs) effectively even as adults it it definitely had that effect on on me like um it's 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 like a really unusual situation to be put in and (laughs) the beautiful but the whole time like just you're just eye candy um uh, Mm -hmm. to exist in the world yeah all right well um we will talk about a few more characters in a minute but Derek, I was wondering if uh, we have a sponsor this week. Well, <laughs> while I've been off for a week, or maybe more, <laughs> I've, been, I've been scouting some new uh, fake sponsors. Here we go. Okay. See if you can guess it. See if you can, you can guess it. I wouldn't do that. You know what happened last time. Airheads Extreme. Extremely sweet, extremely sour. Airheads extreme, extremely out of control. Mom, he did it again. What did he do? He flew through the roof. Oh, great! <laughs> and there His were already patched, patched up holes, so he did it again. There were like four other holes that he'd already awesome. done it through. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a disclaimer on that ad that you won't actually, your head won't actually turn into a balloon and you'll shoot through your roof if you eat Airheads Extreme? Can you even buy these? No, this came out in 2003. Well, yeah. you probably can still on eBay. Yeah. But would you want to eat them? <laughs> All of our sponsors uh, um, are discontinued. It's it's the craziest thing. Most of them, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, the Airheads Extreme still, they're at Walmart. Oh, okay. Well, right. Walgreens. Yeah. All right. Okay. Tell them new release sent you. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, sometimes we play a little game called Rank the Blank. Sometimes we play a game called Choose Your Character. We're gonna just combine the two this week. Rank the Blank is where we pick a topic inspired by the week's movie and rank our favorites. Choose Your Character is where we play a video game version of the movie where we choose a character that we would most want to be playable. So <laughs> which character um, is, uh, do you want to zero in on Ashley? I want to be Kayonashi. No face or no name. No mm, face. Why is that? Super, super spooky. Also for like Canadians people, he just eats people, which is sweet and gets really <laughs> big and fat. Um, and then can just make gold on a whim, but it turns into dirt. Um, I just think, and I like his noises a lot. I think he's really cute and he follows her, the girl around, um, and ends up with like the good witch, Zaniba, and he helps her like crochet and stuff. So he has just, like all these different sides to him and he's really cute. Minus when he's a big, big giant sludge monster, but I still like him then too. And eating people, but bad people, people that yeah, were but greedy, but he didn't, they're greedy. And then he didn't kill anyone. He spit them out. Oh, right. I forgot about sure that. Sure did. So, I mean, he ate them temporarily, which is fine. <laughs> yeah. He's basically um, like Kirby, but scary. Oh, yeah. Kirby is another um, character inspired by Japanese <laughs> anime, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you which heard it Nintendo here first. is a Japanese company, so, yeah. Yeah. I don't know the lineage there. Uh, Derek, what about you? Uh, what are we talking about again? Um, so I'm trying to find choose your character uh, music. Oh well, the old the old school. That. I can... um, <laughs> no, I I know I know. I was just trying to find it. No, I know what we're talking about. So, oh, it's tough, man. I am absolutely one of the spirits. What were you, Ash? You were uh, no face or no name. Hey, yeah, I think I'm gonna be the other spirit. Um, Filth monster? The, the filth, filthy one? <laughs> no, no, no. What, and wait, you already chose yours too? No. no oh, I'm choose. Radish Spirit for sure. Oh, Radish Spirit, yeah. yeah. Dude, he's so chill. And he, he looks so dangerous in a, in like a sequence where it's she could be found out and caught. And unintentionally, Radish Spirit helps her out. But That's I think so Radish Spirit, yeah. And he makes those squeaky noises. So super cute. I'm Radish Spirit. It's got like little um, radish colored um, red. Yeah, like whisker tentacle things. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's a hefty, slow moving spirit. Yep. Drew, what like, are you going to be? I'm looking at over my um, headshots here. I like how this is not my pick, but did y'all notice Haku's hair color? It's kind of disorienting. Uh, it's like a moss. It's like a moss it's green. Not, yeah, it's not like. And it, yeah, that's interesting because you expect it to be like brown or black, but it's not either. Huh? Yeah. I, guess okay. I, didn't, I didn't notice that. Hmm. And yeah, it's it just, a, it's just an unusual shade. Yeah. Um, Usually in these kinds of films and from going to cartooning school, which technically out to high school, but with a <laughs> extreme focus in cartooning. Wow. You would normally have like a blue shade of black hair, but mm-hmm. his hair is green. Yeah, and I actually love this because yeah, that's it's, one yeah, of the colors too. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Lynn. Um, she is is like 
really it's so funny you get the impression that uh, sen has to beg for this job she has to make a deal with the the devil or the witch effectively <laughs> yubaba and then you think she's going to be treated like a slave but like lynn takes her under her wing immediately is very compassionate she's like mm-hmm. a, the older sister that they almost look alike i mean they maybe because they wear the same um <laughs> provided uniform <laughs> but yeah. also yeah. um chihiro's uh uniform is iconic uh <laughs> the like red top with the white bows kind of like once she ties it and pulls her leg straps up she just like turns into a yeah. superhero and and um yeah. runs across the like the piping so that's that's an iconic look but lynn is just a really um kind of charismatic fun character i i enjoyed mm-hmm. um their partnership i also uh, really liked kamaji the boiler man yep dude yes he was that, awesome. when i think about this film it might be because that's in the first like 25 percent of the film because there's a lot to this film like the adventure mm-hmm. i always think about the boiler room scenes yeah. well that's I mean, yeah there's multiple of them he's like a staple character and he like helps her out with haku when he's injured and He's just a good person, and he and he immediately like tries to help her, and then calls her his grandchild. Yeah, to, like try and get yep. her a job. So I, I mean, cool. if there's one kind of like overarching um, characteristic of all all of the people is that like don't judge a book by its cover. Ever heard that old yeah. chestnut he, before? Dude. Never heard it. Nope. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've only read the book about the chestnut. Yeah, <laughs> only read the dude, cover. Seriously though, it. yeah, that. Oh man. Except for like, I was trying to think of it's redeeming so qualities, now. redeeming qualities for Yubaba, um, and we're not even going to talk about the big baby. It's just disgusting. But well, she wants to take care of the baby. She cares about <laughs> the baby a lot. Also, yeah. dude, I just figured out that there's a live on stage Spirited Away. Did you Holy know this? No. Where, did you... That's awesome. Holy fuck! Again, <laughs> this um, is I think Yubaba cares about her kid. And yeah, she's not, I mean, she's, she's like the evil witch, so she's not yeah. really going to have much redemption. Yeah. But she does stick to her word in the end. She said, wow. I have to do one final test and then you'll get to have your parents back. So she sticks to her word, at least. We didn't. Not ultimate evil. I can't pronounce the frog's name, but we didn't talk about the the little frog who, who is the oh. main like person that is driving, that is like inside of um, No Face when he is doing most of the evil, right? Isn't that the frog kind of controlling him or he's letting the frog drive and let the frog's worst impulses kind of like come through and his desperation. Yeah, same with the other people he ate. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Anyway, um, I'm when Ashley is No Face. I think we should Anybody that is was not aware, go see the shit live. It looks amazing. It's it like active. I'm, I, I see oh your god. your links. Oh, the, oh, oh my god, it looks fucking disturbing. Jesus, yeah. Let me see. which you would think it would. Oh, oh, oh. radish. Oh my spirit. god, no. The worst this one is, is uh, Kujabi or um, what is it? Kamanji. Um, Yubaba. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Hold on. Um, Kamaji. Oh Kamaji. no, yeah, the boiler is, man. This is scary. Uh, I don't want to so see rad. this, but this is so scary looking. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Put these characters into live action. Yeah, it's creepy. Oh I mean, gosh. and that's why we we kind of mentioned being put into the scenario. It'd be very scary. 
Yeah. Sadly. Yeah, I, I don't think I would Just like this movie in live action. I would see the I would see it as a play, but I I don't I don't want to see the live oh, action. I think it's a play. I yeah. don't think it's a live action film. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A play. Um it's it's well, we'll talk about that a little bit in the legacy, like <laughs> if they should make a live action version of this. No thanks. Um yeah. yeah. Thank you to Airheads Extreme for fake sponsoring um, our combo segment this week. Let's um let's wrap up here. So Ashley, um, wait, 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 wait. We don't have music for that. No, no, no. I've got. Oh, you got more. Well, extreme. Just... <laughs> okay, I don't know what that was. I was just looking for. Somebody saying extreme in the sound clip. All right, go ahead and proceed. <laughs> well, gonna... That sounded, yeah, you nailed it. Um, Ashley, um, does this movie have a perfect 100% like some of Miyazaki's <laughs> other films? What's How no, has this been it's only re- 90, received? It's only 97, so not yeah. perfect. But I don't know how it's not perfect. It's like an incredible movie. Um, let's high see. bar. Yeah, super high bar. It says the magic of this film exists well beyond simply... Simple, beautiful animated artwork and a moving, well-crafted story. It is how warmly it opens up so many elements of Japanese culture and belief to an international audience. Um, Knock me down with a feather. It turned out to be terrific. Maybe not a masterpiece, but certainly a glitter with invention, excitement, and a mysterious kind of Boo, wit. not a masterpiece. I know. Yeah. Come on. It's. I, I wanted to get kind of like a a range of the... You can find dozens and dozens, um, if not more uh lists of favorite miyazaki or miyazaki movies ranked um Mm -hmm. you know starting with rotten tomatoes and this one comes in at number five just maybe because like the volume of reviews is higher than some of these these other ones so they managed to find one non-perfect review but um (laughs) it still ranks consistently near the top um another really trusted source buzzfeed um puts this one at number one i believe so let me see yeah number Mm -hmm. one so this is some people's favorite miyazaki i'd I'd say overall his filmography it's unmatched in terms of like critical response like all the movies are universally loved obviously if you make 20 movies you're gonna like some more than others (laughs) but there's no duds in there um, so I'm not surprised this got uh, raptures one, reviews. Did you already talk about how do you live? How do I live? That what? came out this this year apparently. Oh, <laughs> oh how do you live, Drew? Hayao yeah. Miyazaki film. I did not know the last one came out in 2013. The Wind Rises. I haven't even seen that, but did not realize that there are other so he... probably uh, animated gems to experience yeah he was he was making movies um through the aughts and into the 2010s and then he semi-retired um i think he's in his 80s or now but like and and he has a a son who is um, running ghibli so studio ghibli has been putting out movies but i do think yeah i think like he unretired and is actually had did direct and make another another movie that are you, did you say it's coming out this year? I don't even know if it's come out yet. Eric. Um, it's it's called How Do You Live, and it's uh, it came out July fourteenth. Wait, not yet. 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> it'll be released in July in Japan. Yeah, that's, um, yeah. So that is exciting. We can keep that on our radar. We might get to watch another new Miyazaki, yes. but like, Ashley, you have 21 more. I know. I'm to catch up on. <laughs> <laughs> to go through in the meantime. Um, we should also mention if you don't try and travel back to 20, uh, 2003, you can watch most of the movies on HBO uh, Max. So that's cool. Yep. Dude, you got to watch Princess Mononoke, Kiki's Delivery Service, Castle in the Sky, and Howl's Moving Castle. I've Those are the, the list. Well, Quite those are the ones that I've seen, and man, they do not disappoint. <laughs> one, of right. the, Again, one of the most brutal ones beautiful is, is uh, Grave of the Fireflies. That one is <laughs> a gut punch. Grave of the Fireflies. Yeah, that's a bad one. Okay. Yeah. All right, what else, will, Ashley? Because that's... Right. Um, well, I just want to know I, know, I think we might have briefly touched on it, but how did it do in the box office? Did yeah, you... so... Derek, if you Google when this movie came out, you're going to accuse me of cheating. Um, but this movie, um, like I said, was re-released. Oh, fuck. It came out in Japan. No. Th- so this no. It came out in Japan, and then it came out here in 2002. But then, like I said, it got re-released um, this week. So where is it? Where is it? Well, we're not really playing any games against each other today. So this is okay. <laughs> yeah. So it it was in 700 theaters this week and um Whoa. it made 1.7 million. It was the 15th highest grossing movie, but not in very many theaters. So like after it won best picture That's... um best animated film, it got, you know, it showed up in more theaters. That's how we were able to see it in march of 2003 but anyway it is it is playing in theaters other movies that are playing include um the amanda Bynes movie um well we didn't no way that's next week um the core um which was a um disaster movie so anyway it's um it is a modest hit it was also well it was a it was also the first film to earn 200 million dollars in gross before coming to the u.s okay so it was yeah like the biggest Dude. movie of all time <laughs> in <crazy>. japan <laughs> so yeah. i shouldn't well, say so a modest what hit. was your number true right what was your number you my said? number for well just this weekend alone it in oh, the actual okay. weekend just, we're in this week. yeah gotcha yeah. Dude, 300 yeah. grossing 395.8 million yeah at the worldwide box office is incredibly crazy for an anime yeah film. yeah it's a huge it was a huge huge hit wow. uh like that, internationally and, and yeah sense, man. it deserves it and, yeah so until, yeah really quick before we move on yeah it, it's fucking amazing right yeah it's incredible <laughs> i cannot whoever's listening who has not stopped and listened already you have to so it's would you totally worth it so derek with yeah. that being said yeah. would you consider it a new release or old news it's a fucking new release, baby, all day. <laughs> Forever and ever and ever. It's so great. Drew, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, there's no difference from it coming out yesterday or 20 years ago. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's, there's, like, exactly. what, what would, what would be different about the movie? Like, <laughs> there's, we're going to get to that no. in our, our ranking, but like, there's oh, nothing, yeah. there's nothing 2003 about it. It's timeless. It's, no. it's uh, infinite. It's yeah. a new release. Say that. Yeah. yeah, it's, completely agree yeah new release across the board spirit away is incredible um 
definitely incredible so i don't know how this is gonna work but usually when we watch a movie we will rank it um how early aughts on a scale of zero to 103 for movies from 2003 based on like fashion music actors tropes (laughs) etc this movie is timeless i have no idea (laughs) it's it this has to get a low score especially if it's timeless it really does uh yeah i give it a 13 because it's a good number yeah we can get it's almost a badge of honor like we're like yeah. again like, yeah it's on not the scale 2003 yeah zero to 103 this doesn't oh three you, know, you don't want to have it get a high number yeah this is like yeah just completely detached from from time they do drive a car <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, and i actually read somewhere that it was based on a specific audi for some reason so there is that. Oh. Otherwise, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> so I'm good at 13 points for... Yeah. When did Water <laughs> Dragons um, start? <laughs> yeah. When I met my friend, uh, Aku. Why don't we... Yeah, so, so okay. she's... I think she's 10, but we'll go 13 because it's kind of like... That's the, a good age for you to watch this. Yep, sounds good. All right. All right. So each week when we watch a movie, we take something from that movie and we sell it in our gift shop. Hmm. Um, we have a Talkboy knife with a blood button from Scream Six, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> um, we uh, okay. We a have streak like your favorite podcaster. Um, sell like hotcakes. How to get people to accept you for who you who and how you are from Ten Things. How to lose a guy in ten days um and some other things so what do we want to take from this movie which is filled with beautiful wonderful art and creatures and cool sounds and yeah this is i mean sky's the limit here uh, i've got an idea okay hit us uh so this would be our first uh experience for our fans so you okay buy a Mm. ticket and you walk through that tunnel into mm. new release uh spirited away experience the new into the new release bathhouse is <laughs> like quite a <laughs> yeah the new release bathhouse so i'll just be naked and it will just be me okay cool so it's really uh, derek's bathhouse is what you're walking into <laughs> you're walking to derek's apartment um and he's naked <laughs> so not weird um I was... so that's I was thinking more uh that is of an idea more yes. like tangible like a oh okay tangible like a, okay something that like you like I don't know I don't know um something you maybe like a flip book where like the parents start as pigs and they come back to the humans or like something like an anamorph <laughs> kind of thing That's what yeah I realistic uh it's just right? a book oh it's, <laughs> it's a not book. a whole bathhouse experience okay okay you know what's or, weird is like um, you. In a lot of movies, sorry to tangent here, but like in a lot of uh-huh. movies, you would expect the kid to be like kind of the reason her parents turned to pigs. Like, yeah, you, you know, a fault. bratty kid that like wishes her parents would go away or something. And she's just like immediately so distraught. I mean, which also makes sense, but it's just <laughs> yeah. another sign of how her, her sweetness. So it's like, I was thinking we could offer a potion that would Ooh. turn your parents into kid. A, your parents into kids your, your parents what? into pigs um airhead extreme take too much it'll turn them into kids yeah <laughs> uh Ooh, into airhead okay nice nice tie into our fake sponsor let's go yeah. i i want to hear this 
so we'll saw these little green do, do you still have those moss balls there can we can we clone those moth balls moss balls moss balls oh yeah leia leia and luke and yeah, yeah that's I basically what the have them that's basically Stop. what the spirit gives her and then she takes a bite out of it yeah. have you ever taken a bite out of one of those no but i've kissed them <laughs> and did you turn into a frog we're mixing so many um fantasy stories here um uh, Derek's think, a princess <laughs> i'm yeah my last name is Mona. okay okay yeah so should we sell a sponge bath or a moss ball i don't i don't know I'm, I'm... Uh, spa experience or yeah all right okay. let's okay i'll let's go okay uh bath bombs what if it's a bath bomb that starts that. as like the, well what if it have we done one that starts as like a thing of dirt and then as it melts away it turns into a creature oh okay the the we movie have does have really memorable scenes of like what are those um the tokens that you get to cleanse herbal you get like these herbal tokens to cleanse the uh the, the monsters or the spirits at the bathhouse so we could sell a oh, token yeah. that you put in your bath and it'll um cleanse you of all the bicycles that are stuck in your side or whatever's whatever's really off like, the rails on that <laughs> whatever's blocking you up it'll it'll uh, expel yeah. them from if your body, you have so. so it's an uh, enema if you have a dragon a japanese dragon inside your intestines it, yeah. it'll help it come out also known as a um tapeworm it's probably one of our so a token cleanser ones. Is uh, what we're doing. This is our most disgusting thing that we're going to sell to the most one of the most beautiful movies. That I know, but I'm okay with that. Yeah, well, dirt okay. is skin deep. This is how new release functions, baby. Yeah. All right. So, token cleanser from the yeah beautiful. You can, wow. movie you, I've can ever seen. you can either cleanse yourself or you can redeem it at Derek's bathhouse. What your your choice? Like roll the dice. Okay. You can use it in your own bath, or yeah, you can just go door to door. In 2025, though. Yeah, construction is underway. underway and permitting is a nightmare, I'm sure. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> you can just skip that uh, part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, okay, so what are we going to watch next week? Well, well, we got this cool new Amanda Bynes movie coming out. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, how about. Oh, how about- Look, yeah. Can we travel back to present day for a film that you, me, Jamie, friend of the podcast, love? Sure. Loves. I think Ash, you might like that, like it as well. I just, I know that there's a distinct love for this actor in this series. This franchise. I mean, I love the actor, so yeah. I'll right. give it a go. Can we please come back to present day and watch John Wick? Four. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, it's going to be hard for 2003 to live up to uh, Spirited Away. So yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's go to 2023. Yeah, and see what's Dude. what's playing in present day. Because um, we've been bouncing back and forth a lot. It's fun um, to compare the two eras. So yeah, um, let's hear. Let's hear a tease. Yeah, we're still technically in the past. We aren't in 2023, but I have a, a special feed. Uh, mm, James right. and I have these walkie talkies so she's she's <laughs> feeding right. it to me right now right here james go ahead 10-4 yep over <laughs> 42 regular wasn't it yeah <laughs> awesome. oh, man. 
time behind enemy lines, so I got mine. I hope you If you win, there's fucking the horses. There's cars. There's <laughs> hot chicks. There's hot men's. March 24th. Well, there we go. All right. Yeah. Um, All right. Sounded action-y. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't wait. Uh, we'll we'll see. Um, John Wick four in theaters. Um, and we'll discuss that next week. If you want to ride along on our magic carpet ride, then you can search new release on Spotify or Apple or any other podcast platform. Ashley. That's a beautiful, wonderful story that I love so much. (laughs) (laughs) It'll come like a blizzard. Dude, some of the detail in the animation uh, when the uh, that boiler room dude is reaches his arm out and he's going through the cabinets. He reaches into one and grabs like some lemongrass or something. And then when he he stretches his arm out even further, and as he's going for another container or from another cabinet, like one of the lemongrass yep. falls from his hand. And it's like you don't have to do that, especially in when you're doing frame by frame animation. Oh. Sorry, <laughs> I get giddy about shit like this. No, we should have been playing so this great. music the whole time and also I thought the exact same thing in that moment when I saw it. I was like, oh, it's almost like they made a mistake, but they didn't. They, like, intentionally right. did that. Um, yeah. Joe, he, uh, Joe Hayasashi, Hayasashi um, composed the Joe music for this and a lot of other Miyazaki uh, piano soundtracks. So beautiful, beautiful music.